Well, hello and welcome to the Fire Drawn Air bonus episode. Um, for reasons that I cannot even remember at this stage, I stopped numbering these episodes a long time ago and I'd no idea how many I actually did. I went back and checked it up today and it would appear that the present episode is number 17. Um, that feels like a little bit of an achievement, so I was happy to see that. I didn't think the number was that high. Um, but the ballad I want to look at today is one which is referred to as Lord Lovell. Um, lots to say about this ballad, but first of all, I think I'm just going to start off, because I know I've done episodes where I've started off by talking for 10 minutes, but uh, maybe that format isn't the best. I think I'm just going to launch straight into an actual recording of the song to give you a feel for it before I start blabbing on endlessly. Um, this is a version that was recorded by Tom Munley, from Tom Lenehan, the great singer I've played many times in the show from Milltown Malbay in County Clare. He called the song Lord Levitt. Lord Levitt, he stood at his stable door And he mounted his snow-white steed Lady Anne, sweet bell, stood by his side For to bid him his last Godspeed Lady Anne, sweet bells, stood by his side For to bid him his last Godspeed Oh, where are you going, Lord Levitt, she said Oh, where are you going from me? I'm going to a land beyond the sea. His strange countries I'd like to see. I'm going to a land beyond the sea. His strange countries I'd like to see. How long will you be, Lord Levitt, she said. How long will you be from me? It will be for the case of three long years, Lady Anne, sweet bell, said he. It will be for the case of three long years, Lady Anne, sweet bell, said he. Oh, that is too long, Lord Levitt, she said. Oh, that is too long for me. Oh, that is too long for two lovers to part and never again to meet. Oh, that is too long for two lovers to part and never again to meet. 
He wasn't but gone scarcely one short year When a thought ran into his mind He knew he had a true lover at home And he dreamt that she had died He knew he had a true lover at home And he dreamt that she had died Lord Levitt, he mounted his snow-white steed And he rode to St. Mary's Square And there he heard the ringing of bells And the people were mourning there And there he heard the ringing of bells And the people were mourning there Oh, what is the matter, Lord Levitt, he cried Oh, what is the matter with thee? Is it any of your friends that is going from home, or any of your friends have died? Is it any of your friends that is going from home, or any of your friends have died? Oh, yes, oh, yes, the captain replied, the king's only daughter is dead. She died for the sake of a noble young man, and Lord Levitt, it is his name. She died for the sake of a noble young man, and Lord Levitt, it is his name. Will you open the coffin, kind sir, he said. Will you open the coffin for me, for I'll never sleep three nights of my life if I see that she died for me. I'll never sleep three nights of my life if I see that she died for me. Stand back, stand back, fair ladies, he said, and let the cold breeze to them. It was then he kissed her pale cold lips as the tears rolled down his cheeks. Twas then he kissed her pale cold lips as the tears rolled down his cheeks. One of them died supposing tonight, the other one died tomorrow, and out of one there grew a rose, and the other a bunny sweet briar, and out of one there grew a rose, and the other a bunny sweet briar. They grew, they grew for some long years, till they could not grow any higher. They grew, they grew to a true lover's knot, till the red rose covered the briar. They grew, they grew to a true lover's knot, till the red rose covered the briar. Okay, so Lord Levitt, um, Roud number 48. Okay, so Lord Levitt, Roud Ballad number 48 and Child Ballad number 75. Um, the Roud Ballad Index gives 548 entries for this ballad, while Child had 10 versions. The earliest documented version of this ballad, which is said to be Northumbrian in origin, is called The Ballad of Lady Hounsebel and Lord Lovell, which was included in a letter 
from a man called Horace Walpole to the Reverend Thomas Percy of Percy's Reliques fame on the 5th of February 1765. But it is important to note that Walpole apparently learned the ballad 25 years before he wrote that letter, which would give us a date of around 1740. Now, sometimes this version of the ballad is referred to as a comic version, and it seems that the whole weight of the argument of it being a comic version is just because the fifth there's a fifth line in each verse which repeats the fourth line in a refrain. Um, and I don't I'm not fully convinced that this was all always intended for a comic effect. Um like I know with this particular ballad there was like burlesques of it written and it was popular on the comic stage but I don't think it's enough to say that just because there's a refrain that repeats the last line in the verse that it's a comic version and um, there's plenty of ballads that do this kind of thing and they're not comic versions so I'm not convinced by the argument Um but despite the, this 1765 version in the letter from Horace Walpole to the Reverend Thomas Percy being the earliest version of the ballad, most of the ones that are um, that became kind of popular in the tradition could be traced back to a broadside that was printed in London in 1848, and this was Child's version H. Now, what Child says about this ballad in his work is that it was it, it was made up of several earlier ballads. Um, ballads like Lord Thomas and Fair Eleanor, Lady Maisry, Death and the Lady and of course Barbara Allen. Now I think the bit that I took from Barbara Allen was the motif at the end. That famous motif where the two lovers are buried in graves beside each other and a briar grows from one grave and a rose grows from the other. And they both intertwine together in something called a true lover's knot. Now I've no idea if a true lover's knot was actually a thing outside of these songs because it's the only the only reference I've ever come across to a true lover's knot is when this happens in songs. But he said that there were several sets of ballads very common in Germany and Scandinavia and even in Greece, which like maybe they were or weren't versions of the same original song, but they did have a lot in common with Lord Lovell. Of these Scandinavian, German and Greek uh, ballads, the one which most closely resembles the English one is a German song called Der Ritter und die Maid. One last thing I'll mention about this ballad is that a lot of people over the years have commented on how trivial the plot is. Too, too insipid, as Professor Bertrand Bronson commented. Looking up the word insipid, uh, I thought I knew what it means, but it's uh, the definition I was given was lacking vigor or interest, and I suppose I would agree. Like the kind of the storyline is kind of shit, to be honest. But basically, Lord Lovell says he's going away for three years. After being away for a year, he hears the church bells ringing and he hears that someone has died. He asks somebody, "Oh, who's that?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the lady has just just died. It's it's his lady, basically." And then when he hears about this, he dies of a broken heart. They're both buried beside each other the trees grow up and that's basically the story like kind of a shitty story I just you know, like there's nothing to it at all but I think the thing that really strikes me about this ballad is the power of a good singer to bring even a crappy story like that to life and infuse it with like melancholy and like sadness and emotion um, just like Tom Lenehan did there like Tom Lenehan I think could have sang the phone book and I'd be on the edge of my seat listening to it. As for that version he just sang, like, I love the line about one of them died supposing tonight and the other one died tomorrow. 
Like the other one died tomorrow. Oh, it's like, what is that? The survival of an ancient alternative temporal reality lying under the surface of the primitive Celtic psyche. Or maybe I just love it because it makes no sense. I don't know. But anyway, here's another version I'm going to play. Um, this is Nora Cleary, who lived quite close to Tom Lennon in Mil- Milltown Malbay. And they often sang the same songs, but to different airs. Um, the words to the songs might have been like exactly the same, coming from the same printed version. But like with the Holland Handkerchief, they sang those to different airs. And here again with Lord Levitt, which I think is really interesting given their proximity. And um, I think friendship with each other I'm not sure about that I'm, I'm sure they would have known each other I'm sure they were friends and would have um, traded songs and stuff but anyway here's Nora Cleary of the hand Milltown Malbay County Clare Lord Levitt is stood on his own stable door and he mounted his snow white steed Lady Anne's sweet bells stood by his side For to bid him his last godspeed Ah, where are you going, Lord Levitt, she said Ah, where are you going from me? I am going to land beyond the sea Strange countries I'd like to see How long will you be, Lord Levitt, she said How long will you be from me All for the sake of three long years Lady Anne, sweet Belsie Ah, that is too long for true lovers to part And that is too long for me And that is too long for true lovers to part And never again to meet As he was passing St. Mary's Church A thought ran into his mind He thought he had a true lover at home and indeed he dreamt she was dead. If she's dead, the captain replied, It's her you ne'er shall see, But I'll never sleep three nights of my life Till I see her dead or alive. As he rode in to St. Mary's Church And from that to Erin Square It was there he heard the ring of a bell And the people were mourning there 
Oh, while she's ill, this pretty fair maid. Oh, while she's ill, he said. Is it any of your friends that's going from home? Or is it any the stay? Oh, yes, oh, yes, the captain replied. The king's daughter is dead, and she died for the sake of a noble young man. Lord Levitt, she called his name. If she's dead, Lord Levitt, he cried, it's her you ne'er shall see. But I'll never sleep three nights of my life Till I see her dead or alive He was buried in St. Mary's Church And she near and square One of them grew a red, red rose The other a bonny briar they grew, they grew to the church steeple top Till they could not grow any higher With a laugh and a tie in a true lover's night And the red rose covered the briar Okay, I'm going to play one more Irish version of the song Totally Different Again. Um, this one is Sarah and Rita Keane of Carlestrand, County Galway singing a version of the song called Lord Donegal or Lord Donegal as they pronounce it and it's a really interesting version of the song um, recorded by Jean Martin and Morgan O'Sullivan in 1968 but to be honest I've no idea where this um, like variant sprung from um, I haven't found any information on it and I've no ideas popped to mind but I think the melancholy tune is really great and maybe you know it's more in keeping with the actual message of the song than um, other airs that it's sung to um, well, anyway, this is Sarah and Rita Keane with Lord Donegal. Lord Donegal, he stood at his own hall door, brushing his milk white steed when he was asleep by his own queen Isabel. to wish him Godspeed. Sing, where are you going, Lord Donegal, she said. Or where are you going from me? I am going to strange country to see when will you return Lord Nigel she said when will you return to me 
So moving across the water to Scotland, this next version is by the well-known singer Jeannie Robertson from Aberdeen. And apparently she learned it from an old woman in Perthshire and used to sing it as a lullaby to her daughter Lizzie, who also sang it later in life. So here the English Lord Lovell has become Lord Lovett, who was an actual historical character in Scotland. Chief of the clan Fraser, who was beheaded on Tower Hill in 1747. And I reckon in the name Lord Lovett, we probably also have a source for the Irish Lord Levitt. But either way, here's Jeannie Robertson with Lord Lovett. Lord Lovett, he stands at his table door. He was brushing his milk steed down. When who passed by But Lady Nancy Bell She was wishing Her lover Godspeed She was wishing had a lover, Godspeed. Oh, where are you going? Lord, love it, she said. Come, promise, tell me through. Over the sea. Strange countries to see But Lady Nancy Bell I'll come and see you Lady Nancy Bell I'll come and see He had been away a year or two 
but he scarcely had been three when a mighty full dream come into his head lady nancy bell i'll come and see you Lady Nancy Bell, I'll come and see. But he passed down through the village church and down to Mary's house. We're all weeping for, and the ladies were all weeping for. Who is day? Lord, love it, he said. Come, promise. Lady Nancy Bell died for our true lover's sake. And Lord love it, that was his name. And Lord love it, that was his name he ordered the coffin to be opened up and the white sheets rolled down he kissed her that coldly lips and the tears came trickling down and the tears came trickling When did that happen, Jeannie? Do you know? What well, must have been a long, long time ago. I suppose maybe a couple of hundred years ago. That it's an old song. I know that. But that was a version that was amongst our people. Who did you learn it from? Well, I did hear it amongst the old, old people. You know, a lot of them sung it. Naturally, we got it. Mm-hmm. Was it always sung solo, or did people kind of sing it together? No, mostly, if all people was going to sing, they usually sung one by one at a time, you know. Nobody joining in on the chorus? No, nobody joined in on the chorus. And uh, any, ever any accompaniment at all? No. Fiddle? Yes. No, not in that days. Mm-hmm.
So any regular listeners to the show will know that recordings of Welsh versions of these kinds of ballads or even like Welsh singers singing the English versions are quite thin on the ground. Um, but here's a Welsh band called the Hennessys um, around in the like folk revival times, I suppose, back in the 60s and their version of Lord Lovell. Lord Lovell, he stood at his castle gate, forming his middle white steed. Miss Molly Bell came riding by, wishing her love a Godspeed. Godspeed, a wishing her love a Godspeed. Oh, where are you going, Lord Lovell, she cried. Where are you going? I'm going away for a year and a day Strange countries far to see To see strange countries far to see He hadn't been gone but a very short time Not from a month to a day When a very strange feeling came over his mind about his loving Molly Molly About his loving Molly He mounted all on his snow-white steed Rode till he came to the town And there he heard them death bells ring And the people mourning all round All round And I'll bid farewell to the whole wide world And go with my loving Molly Molly, go with my loving Molly So... Lord Lovell appears to have been quite a popular ballad in the folk revival days and there's a few really great recordings from the 60s and 70s. First up I want to play is a version recorded by the Spriggans in 1976. Um, Interesting in that it starts off with the last verse first and also that Lord Lovell goes away for seven years rather than three which kind of maybe makes the story make slightly more sense but here is the Spriggans with Lord Lovell Lady Nancy was buried in the church Lord Lovell in the choir and from Nancy's
recording I'm going to play was made in 1971 and this was by the group The Broadside. It was on their album The Gypsy's Wedding Day and other Lincolnshire folk songs. This recording is really fucking good. I, I love it. Um, 
And it really goes back to what I was saying about the power of a good singer, like to draw out the pathos in even the most like useless of texts. Uh, this is just great. Enjoy the broadside. Lord Lovell, he stands at his castle gate, a combing his milk white steed. High and by came Lady Nancy Bell, wishing her lover Godspeed. Oh, where are you going, Lord Lovell? She cried. Where are you? I am going, Lady Nancy Bell, strange countries for to see. Oh, when shall you be back, Lord Lovell, she cried. When shall you be back, cried she, in a year or two? Strange countries for to see When a languishing thought came into his mind Lady Nancy would go see So he mounted his horse and he rode and he rode Till he came to London town I am very What is the matter, cried he? Oh, a lady is dead, an old woman said, and they calls a lady Nancy. Then he ordered the grave to be opened wide, and the shroud to be taken down. I am very kissed. Clay cold lips, and the tears came a twinkling down. Oh, me lady, she died as it might be today. Lord Lovely, he died on the morrow. Oh, me lady, she died of grief and pain. Lord Lovely died of sorrow. Oh, they buried me, lady, in the high churchyard, my lord, a little higher. And out of me, lady, there grew a red rose, and out of me, lord, a briar. Oh, they grew and they grew to the high steeple top, Till they could grow no higher And they twined themselves in a true love knot For true lovers do 
so it wasn't just the revival groups in England who sang this song and it did actually survive in the tradition there as well. Here it's sung by Walter Pardon of Napton, Norfolk and this was recorded by Mike Yates on the 26th of October 1979. It's from Walter Pardon's album Put a Bit of Powder on It Father which came out in 2000. Um, one more thing that I want to mention though is that the name of the lady it's um, variously Ounceabel, Hounceabel, Ansabel, and in maybe more modern versions Nancy Bell but apparently this goes back to the term like the, in the Ur text it would have been Dousabel um, and Dousabel is a very old word meaning sweetheart so just out of interest there right Walter Pardon with Lord Lovell Lord Lovell stood by his own castle gate, coming his milk white steed. When up came Lady Nancy Bell, to bid Lord Lovell Godspeed, Godspeed, to bid Lord Lovell Godspeed. Where are you going, Lord Lovell, she said, where are you going, said she. I'm leaving my lady Nancy Bell, strange countries for to see, to see, strange countries for to see. How long you'll be gone, Lord Lovell, she said, how long you'll be gone, said she, year or two or three at the most. I'll return to my lady Nancy, Nancy. I'll return to my lady Nancy. He had been gone but a year and a day, strange countries for to see. When this thought came into his head, he'd return to his lady Nancy, Nancy. He'd return to his lady Nancy. He rode and he rode on his milk-white steed Till he came to London town And then he heard the church bells all ring With the people in mourning all round, all round With the people in mourning all round Ah, who is dead, Lord Lovell said, Ah, who is dead, said he, Lady is dead, an old woman said, They call her the Lady Nancy, Nancy, They call her the Lady Nancy. He ordered her coffin to be opened wide, Her throat to be turned around, and then he kissed the clay cold cheeks While the tears came trickling down, down, down While the tears came trickling down Lady Nancy died as it was on today Lord Lovell died as tomorrow Lady Nancy died from a broken heart Lord Lovell died from sorrow, from sorrow. Lord Lovell died from sorrow. They buried Lady Nancy in a high chancel. Lord Lovell, they buried the love. 
And out of our bows of red rose, and out of Lord Lovell's sweet briar, sweet briar, and out of Lord Lovell's sweet briar. Then out of our bows of red rose, and out of Lord Lovell's sweet briar, and both of them grew to the top of the church. Till they could not grow any higher, any higher, till they could not grow any higher. And after they grew to the top of the church, till they could not grow any higher, they tied themselves into a true lover's knot, for true lovers all to admire, to admire. For true love is so, as for the song in the American tradition, it's been said that no old ballad has been printed more often in American songbooks and broadsides, and it was being printed over there by the 1830s. Now, it appears that its popularity in the States may in part be attributed to the fact that it was taken up by a number of stage comics. People like uh, Sam Cowell, uh, Bob Smith, who printed a song in his clown songbook um, and you come across references to like burlesques and even parodies of the song and um, one verse that I have come across goes as follows then he flung himself down by the side of the corpse with a shivering gulp and a guggle gave two hops three kicks heaved a sigh blew his nose sung a song and then died in the struggle uggle uggle sung a song and then died in the struggle the next version by Frank Prophet is not comedic in any way, but I still hope you enjoy it. Lord Lovell, he stood by his castle door he was a coming his milk white steed, and along come Lady Nancy Bell, a wishing her lover good speed. She's a wishing her lover good speed. Oh, where are you going, Lord Lovell? She said. Oh, where are you going? Said she. I'm going, dear Lady Nancy Bell, strange countries far to see, strange countries far to see. When will you be back, said she, in a year or two or three at the most, I'll return to my lady Nancy, I'll return to my lady Nancy. He hadn't been gone but a year at the most, strange country is far to see. When languishing thoughts come deep in his mind, Lady Nancy he would see. Lady Nancy he would see. 
waiting at sea he would see. So he mounted up to his milk white steed, and he rode to London's far town. He heard St. Barney's bells ring out, and people was a morning around. People was a morning around. Is anyone dead, Lord Lovell? He said. Is anyone dead? Said he. Some called her Lady Nancy Bell. Some called her Lady Nancy. Some called her Lady Nancy. of the song that was recorded by a woman called Susan Ruth Brown. This is a lot more recent. It was recorded in 2007 and it appears on an album called Songs and Ballads of Hattie Mae Tyler Cargill. This is Susan Ruth Brown with Lord Lovell.
had not been gone but a year and a day, how he wanted his lady Nancy. He dreamed of her arms and her kisses one night, and his lady he needed to see. And his lady he needed to see. Well, he mounted his steed and he rode all the day. Then he came to his own hometown. But then he heard a church bell tolling, and the people were a gathering around. And the people were a gathering around. off this episode with another parody this one's sung by none other than Peggy Seeger um, and it's called Abe Lincoln Stood at the White House Gate so I suppose whether serious or comic the quality of this song is definitely down to the good singers who sang it over the years um, and it's it's a really funny thing because like I don't if I saw the song written down on a on a sheet of paper I would just be like what? why would you why would you sing that but like hearing it sung by some of these singers, it's just like, phew, it's actually amazing. It makes me feel very emotional. Um, that's kind of a conundrum for my brain to figure out. But maybe I don't need to figure out. Maybe I just need to experience it. Just accept it. Anyway, um, I'm going to leave you, after the Peggy Seeger version, I'm going to play a karaoke version of the song. So you can sing your very own version at home. And whether you sing it seriously or in a comic fashion, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, until next time, thanks a million for listening in. Take care of yourselves and good luck. Abe Lincoln stood at the White House gate, combing his milk white steed. When along came Lady Lizzie Todd, wishing her lover good speed, 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 a wishing her lover good speed. Where are you going, Abe Lincoln? She said. Where are you going? Said she. I'm going, my dearish Lizzie Todd, or Richmond for the sea, 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 or Richmond for the sea.
When will you be back, Abe Lincoln, she said. When will you be back, said she. In 60 or 90 days at the most, I'll return to my lady Lizzie. Zizi, I'll return to my lady Lizzie. He hadn't been gone more than one or two days or Richmond for to see. When back to the White House gate he came, all tattered and torn was he. All tattered and torn was he. How do you flourish, Abe Lincoln, she said. How do you flourish, said she. The rebels have killed my old scotch horse, and I have skedaddled a dee, 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 and I have skedaddled a dee. Abe Lincoln rode his burnside horse, which started at the rebels' fire. He threw the baboon heels overhead, and there he stuck tight in the mire, ire, ire, and there he stuck tight in the mire.
Yeah. <laughs>